Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Sanchez, we ready? Are we ready? I guess not. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Fruit Sports. <laughs> I am Mike, with me as always is Scott. Uh, this is Craft Fruit Sports. Sorry Scott, I was, uh, I'm having all kinds of issues over here. It started the countdown again, it was... And I'm, I'm holding on to a baby bottle of beer all over me. <laughs> I, I'm having bigger issues than you. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the show. You, you pump up pour? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah something Whatever. like that. Cool. <laughs> Joe, where are you? <laughs> no, we need him back so bad. <laughs> My computer's locked up uh, right now. Oh, I'm like, God. that's got this craft root sports, the oh. train wreck of a sports <laughs> show here on Thursday night. I hope wh- whoever's listening to us for the first time is like, nope. I'm out. Yep. Right now. <laughs> they can't even get through the intro. I am out. <laughs> what a train wreck. They've been going how long? Nope. I'm uh, done. Robert Taylor says he just wants to let us know that he shows up more than Joe. Uh, lately, that's Ooh. fair. Doug Morgan checking in. What's up, Doug? Uh, if you guys are, uh, first of all, we're live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio and also here on Facebook Live. So if you guys have anybody that you know that should see the show, listen to the show, be sure to uh, share those out. Let everybody know. That we're we're here, we're doing this, we're, it's it's happening. F it, we're doing it's it live. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get. Are we ready? <laughs> I guess not. The, I guess not. <laughs> Job was right about us. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready. Nope, definitely not. Uh, we we do have an awesome show for you guys tonight. We're gonna talk a little Johnny football. Uh, Johnny Manziel in the news. There was something said about LeBron this week, and I think it may change your mind, Scott, as to whether or not LeBron is the greatest player of all time. Because I think this little caveat that people have thrown out, you're going to be like, yep, I'm on LeBron's bandwagon it's now. It's sabotage! <laughs> uh, we're going to talk the deal that got done. Finally, Bryce Harper gets his deal. We're going to talk yeah. about that. Uh, as well as some really stupid stuff that the NFL and the ma- and, uh, Major and League Baseball And we got about. all the Bob Craft jokes, Bob Craft <laughs> jokes, Bob Craft jokes. <laughs> uh, before we do any of that, 
Let's get into our would you rather. Scott, I'm going to let you take the would you rather for uh, for now. Just go with it because... So you can I gotta, figure things out? Yeah. I gotta, <laughs> Fair enough. I got to get my head straight here. All right. So this week, uh, if you hadn't seen it, making the rounds uh, across Twitter, uh, there was a video of James Harden all football geared up, although not full pads, but he had a helmet and he was running a route against somebody. And basically everybody's, Hey, look at if James Harden played in the NFL and he, you know, was playing wide out. He caught a pass, you know, juked a guy out of his shoes. Although I don't even know if he, the guy he juked was any type of footballer (laughs) at all, but whatever, you know, it, it got us thinking, you know, Hey, what if these two switch sports, would you rather, if you had to watch, watch guys from the NFL play in the NBA, or would you rather watch guys from the NBA make the transition to the NFL? Which would you gravitate towards, and which do you think would be more successful? So there's been a couple. We shared this into a couple different groups to get some uh, some feedback. Uh, Corey says, uh, and not normal Corey that's in the show. This is a different Corey. He said, NBA players in the NFL, you don't have to be good to be a football player. You just need to be athletic. You actually have to be good at basketball. Weird take. Very weird take on that's, that one. Because that's odd. That's a, Pretty not, sure you have to be good at everything you do. Uh, right? Somebody totally called him out on that and were like, yeah, there's so much wrong with what you just said. <laughs> yeah, good call out. Good call Especially out. <laughs> like depending on position. Like I can't imagine just a... Uh, a guy. It just, yeah, just a dude. And it's like, guess what? You're our, you're our slot man now. You're the wide receiver. James Harden, you can play left tackle in the NFL, right? <laughs> cool. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, Mike, now Mike posted a video and I, I shared this with you last night. And this was, this is what kind of triggered it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this video of athletes cross, crossing sports. They showed like Steph Curry catching balls. And, uh, th- there was a game that you don't even want to think about of Michael Jordan playing with Tom Brady. <laughs> Little. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> Uh, but Mike was the one in this group that, that shared it, uh, and he said both would be train wrecks, <laughs> which I think is a very fair assessment. I, I mean, for the most part, it, there would be a handful of guys that be would be – that, yeah, that could rare, make the transition. It'd be very Obviously, rare. there's guys that have played college basketball that then played in the NFL, a lot of tight ends and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's Absolutely. very few, I don't think, if any, <laughs> guys who played college football and then thought – and then went pro in the NBA. Uh, Draymond Green comes to mind. Didn't he play at Michigan State? Did he? I didn't I think know so. if he did. I think so. Yeah, uh, I had no idea that he played football. At I'm all pretty sure he played Michigan at Michigan State. State, and that's why, yeah, I think so. I could be totally making that up, and he just went to Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, did, I know I know he definitely went possible. to Michigan State. I don't remember him playing football, but, I mean, kudos to him if he did. <laughs> And kudos to you for pulling it out of nowhere if he did. I'm, if not, you're on brand. I'm pre- yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So get your votes in. Uh, it's on our Facebook page and on our Twitter at Crafty Sports. Would you rather watch NBA players in the NFL or NFL players in the NBA? Um, let's get into it. Before we get into this beer of the week, I, I didn't even mention it because I was so flustered. You kind of talked about it. Uh, Scott is paying up on one of his degenerate dartboard of doom punishments tonight. <sighs> He is drinking tonight's beer out of a baby bottle, <laughs> which and it, it's gone as well as you would expect. <laughs> a quarter of the beer that I've poured into this bottle is on me and on the floor. <laughs> I've got next to none of this beer in my mouth. It's uh, going swell. Fantastic. Well, let's talk about this beer that you are unable to drink. Uh, <laughs> 
This one is Wilderness by Denver Beer Company in Denver, Colorado. It's another one of our long-aged beers. Same shipment as last, <laughs> as week's, last week's beer. To more beer so yes. it's one week older than last week's No, week. it's the exact same ship. Oh, yeah, I guess because yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Come I'm, on, man. Keep up. Dude, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> a nightmare over here. I need Joe back so bad. I can't wait for next week. Dude, if we have to deal with next week without Joe, with the interview... I'm not going to make it. It's Ooh. not going to be good. It's going to be an ugly situation. I don't want to do It will that. be you doing the show and me piping in every once in a while with the Joe comment. Now I know why Joe doesn't talk too much and he just pops in with like, rude. It's good. <laughs> it's because there's so much stuff going on over here. Uh, anyways, so this is a 9.5% ABV bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. My favorite type of beer that, that there is. This is what sold it for us. Tavor in their... Um, in their eloquent ways of pitching a beer said quote whiskey soaked dark chocolate cake and i was like we are buying this this yeah. is a beer for us uh, <laughs> rated 3.44 uh, caps on untapped so it is uh pretty decent ratings on this one uh what do you think in initial tastes on this bud boozy stout super boozy are you <laughs> how's the flavor i mean does the bottle have you, did you have a little sip before you? Yeah, I needed to taste the beer at least to give uh, enough of a, an opinion to, to get yeah. up the, out of the gates. Um, you know, I, it tastes like a pretty decent stout, though. I mean, I know it, it's boozy, but it, it doesn't taste too heavy on the bourbon flavor. Um, like, you know, as always with the stout, you know, the, the, the chocolate flavor is kind of there. But it it'll be interesting on this one. I mean, because I won't get taste it too well yeah but i I'd, i'm curious your, how the flavor will hold up your consumer candidate is 100 with an asterisk this week no there doubt is. <laughs> <laughs> but i i like how it starts that uh, i'll give it that so it is super boozy it might be a little too boozy i want this one to warm up a little bit i almost didn't put this in a uh in the fridge and just almost drank it out of went uh, right right from the basement yeah but it got so warm this week that i was like nah this is gonna end poorly so i'll, I'll put it in the fridge it's a good call but we'll see as always how this one holds up uh wilderness by denver beer company um okay i'm i'm doing things here man we're <laughs> we're moving so we're moving on Right along. Right on to Upper Deck? Uh, nope. Not there yet? Now we're going All to right, Upper Deck. Now we're in Upper Deck. All right. That, that music means it's time for Upper Deck. And Craft Root Sports and Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes or sports fans, just like all of you. Minuteman, if they're still willing to sponsor the show, helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty all the time, every time. Someone's got a better price, they're going to tell you straight up. And it's not just sports, not just concerts. They'll help you out with tickets to any event that you want, and they'll help sell your tickets for you. Ladies and gentlemen, college basketball is almost over. You only have like a week left in the season, so you need to hit Minuteman up for all of those final ticketing needs for the basketball season. Go see Xavier, Ohio State, or UC before the tournament starts. And go like Minuteman on Facebook. That's where they do giveaways of merchandise, sports and concerts, apparel, and obviously all the tickets you can imagine. Go check them out, MinutemanTickets.com, or give them a call, 614-943-3000, and avoid all of the fees. That's 614-943-3000. Hey, Mike, ever want to go on a cruise with a old football coach can't say i've ever thought about that nope me never neither. never considered that an option but i'm guessing that there's a lot of fans in florida 
that are super excited <laughs> because coming, I, know, I know two who would uh, who would totally be in on this. Chris too. America and Loudbeard from Scout Team Radio yep. would be all, all in on this. All about this. In fact, I'm guessing they probably already have their tickets because there is an old ball coach cruise coming to a cruise line near you. Uh, yeah, the uh, Alliance of American Footballs, Orlando's Orlando Apollos, announced the inaugural Steve Spurrier Cruise this week. And the trip is going to take place this summer from the 12th of July to the 15th in the Bahamas. So nothing like an old wrinkly man in the sun in the Bahamas to get you going. With that visor. I mean, just picture. He probably takes off the visor for the cruise. No way. It it stays on in the shower. Steve Spurrier is on that cruise. He is no shirt. Uh, He's khaki shorts, flip flops. Mm. With socks. Ooh, no doubt. And the visor. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Thick <laughs> socks, too. Thick socks. All the way up. All the way up. <laughs> Tall white socks. But that's not all, though. The the cruise itself will feature, quote, Q&A sessions, welcome receptions with coaches, private excursions, whatever that is, dining with fellow <laughs> fans and coaches, beach Olympics, photo and autograph sessions, and plenty of time to schmooze with the Apollo coaches. End quote. <laughs> if you've ever dreamed of your Orlando Apollo existing for all of three weeks, hanging out with the coaching staff, this is for you. Uh, and there's also going to be additional activities such as glow-in-the-dark laser tag, a bungee trampoline that has a VR implement to it, and water slides. Oh, and of course, plenty of food because I mean, you know, if you're it's hanging a cruise. Out with the OBC, you know, no, it's that's just a food. that's just that's a cruise, just cruise thing. In that's that's all food. Dude, I think I put on when I did my cruise. I think I put on ten pounds. Like no, I've never no been on exaggeration. Cruise. I've never been on one. But who asked for this type of cruise? Though, like, nope. even my most favorite. I, I guess I'd have to say Bobby Cox, my favorite manager, you would take coach a Cox or cruise? whatever. You no, I would cruise? not. I would not hop on the Cox cruise. I think you'd like a Cox cruise. No, I would not be on the Cox you cruise. Strike me as someone fan of Cox. Nope. I would have to take all the passes on the Cox cruise. That would not be something that I'd be interested in at all. Favorite coach or otherwise of all time. Even if they said, "Hey, we'll even bring the current Brave staff." Nope, not not going on the Cox cruise. No thanks. Moving on. <laughs> uh, this was almost one of my nominees for Clown of the Week, Loser of the Week, whatever. Jackass of the Week. Jackass of the Week. Uh, Tops, the baseball card manufacturer, they're selling a card commemorating the Manny Machado signing. Uh, it's it, like his first card as a Padre because it's a picture of him signing. Because that'll be worth something someday. You know, yeah. <laughs> Ten years from now when they haven't won anything and they're... And he's already a member of some team for five years. <laughs> some other team for five years, yeah. Uh, but part of this, so Tops always does like that game-used memorabilia that they toss into like yeah, a card where it's like... That's their new shtick. Yeah, here's a piece of his jersey from yeah. this game. Well, they don't have any game-used memorabilia for Manny Machado yet, so instead, attached to this card is a piece of the tablecloth that was on the table while Manny signed his $300 million contract. <laughs> I can't imagine buck, wanting, uh, uh, the tablecloth. M- Manny might have, he might have like talked and spit a little bit and it landed right here on this piece of the tablecloth. I mean, I don't know how you sell that. Uh, what's the value in that it, to, to anybody on the second hand? I have no idea. 
I, that is such a I mean, weird I should thing say, to put in there. I should back up a little bit and say I don't really get the whole memorabilia collecting anyways. I mean, I understand some people have some really cool pieces, and uh, but but those things where it's like a piece of a game used jersey in the card, it's... Uh, I mean, just go get a jersey, right? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I, I, don't. I, I don't understand being excited about this scrap of something. <laughs> yeah. That you're like, oh, dude, this little corner, he was... That was part of his jersey. It's fraying because it's just like four threads, but, it, you know, that, that's part of his jersey. I just don't get it. And this very, is very even weird. dumber. So stupid from Tops. But you know what? Padres fans are going to buy it because... That's the world we live in. And there's like five of them. <laughs> so it's yeah, well they cut the tablecloth. It's only cut in half. There's just two pieces for both Padres fans. <laughs> to I get a piece. This really thick card. It's just this giant plastic hunk over the, the table. Like, yeah, we just cut the tablecloth in half and then folded it up as tight as we could get it, then wrapped plastic around it and slapped it on this card. Here you go. Here you go, one of two Padres fans. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. That'll be $800. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we said it at the top. Here they come. Another <laughs> craft jokes. I was so bad that this broke on Friday. Oh, this story hit right after we uploaded the show on Friday, and I couldn't have been more upset. But I, I, as you know by now, Bobby Kraft got uh, busted for getting... Getting a swerve on in the old uh, the old parlor house, <laughs> but uh, you know all that story aside, there was of course going to have people doing their jokes. And Dinosaur Barbecue in Western New York did not let us down. They are uh, a famous barbecue chain there, and uh, Alex Alex Vilna, friend of the show. Uh, once upon a time when we lived together, I'd never heard of a uh, uh, dinosaur barbecue, obviously, but he had bottles of sauce from there. Oh, so, nice. You know, oh, you got to try this. Got to try this. Epic sauce. Super good sauce. Never actually been there. I've only been to Rochester once. Didn't make it to dinosaur barbecue, but highly recommend it just based off the sauce. Anyway, they threw out an ad on Twitter for a new sandwich. And that ad for this sandwich in honor of Bob Kraft says, quote, it's a jerk and pulled chicken sandwich. End quote. Everybody got a little testy. No one intended. Because, you know, there's the obviously the, the serious nature of the human traffic element to this story, and nobody's trying to downplay that. That's obviously serious. But um but somebody there were people calling out Dinosaur Barbecue from that aspect, and Dinosaur Barbecue, you know, fired back and was like, Hey, look, we're giving a percentage of the proceeds to McMahon Ryan Child Advocacy Center and Advocacy Center, and they focus on keeping children from getting abducted and you know. Yeah. So so, you know, it's not just a, ha, 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 we're making a joke right. at the sense of Robert Kraft. Like, it's going towards a good cause. So, you know, there's that. Good for them. There was another company that added a little uh, dig at Kraft. It was someplace in, in Florida. Um, it was a, a another barbecue joint. They put up a their sign outside that's... <laughs> You got to turn and face the camera when you chug from that bottle. <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep it from going all over me again. <laughs> it's like, I just don't want it on me. That wasn't part of the punishment. Anyways, this uh, this barbecue joint uh, put up a uh, a sign that said, our rubs won't get you arrested. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, chicken just all over the news today because wasn't there another? Yes, Brandon Nomo of the Mets because Mets bonus story. Yes, bonus story. The Mets suck, and uh, Brandon Nomo is an outfielder. And this week 
he missed time from a game. And basically his manager came out and said, yeah, he was puking his guts out all night. Why was he puking his guts out all night? Because he doesn't know how to, un- how to cook chicken. He ate undercooked chicken. The man is 25 years old, has no idea how to cook chicken. And the Mets are now going to give him cooking lessons to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Missed time in spring training because it. of undercooked chicken. Baseball is undefeated with the most ridiculous ways that guys miss games or get hurt. Undefeated. It's always something ridiculous. Hey, man, how come you weren't here? Uh, bubble guts. Um, yeah. I was, I was out for bubble guts. Yeah. <laughs> From undercooked chicken. Oh, good. That's God. the worst, too. Like undercooked chicken. I don't. I would know. poisoning. Never had it. I haven't either, but I, I mean, it's same poisoning. Imagine, so. I was going to say, I could imagine it would be awful. Yeah. Uh, in case you missed the drop to the show, if you're just joining in, uh, welcome. You missed Ja Rule's incredibly awkward halftime performance in Milwaukee for the Bucks Timberwolves game. Um, but it didn't end there. It didn't end with Ja yelling, we ready, and nobody responding to him, <laughs> which he claims was just like an audio issue. Sure. Which, if you listen to that drop, I, he is talking to like his crew. Because he starts off, he's like, Sanchez, we ready? And obviously nobody's going to respond to that. But then he does the, we ready? And uh, obviously not. Because no music starts. Nothing happens. (laughs) So it is very possible that this was just like an audio issue. Uh, Joe wasn't there to to cue the soundboard up for him. So he was struggling a little bit. Uh, But it's very... We feel that pain. Yeah. It's very awkward, though, to, uh, to hear him yell out, we ready? And nobody respond. The only thing more awkward, I went to a concert where Papa Roach was one of the opening bands. And Papa Roach started a Papa Roach chant from the stage, which is ridiculous. You can't start your own. You can't start your own chant. It's like giving yourself your own nickname. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) You can't do it. You can't do that. Uh, But anyways, uh, it doesn't end there. This story isn't about that awkward halftime show. Um, The Timberwolves Twitter account tweeted a pic of the halftime show with the caption, quote, we too were hustled, scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray. <laughs> Obviously a reference to the fire Festival and Ja Rule's uh, involvement in that. It didn't sit well with Ja, who fired back, quote, You just jinxed yourself talking to the god this way. You're cursed now. You won't win a championship for the next 30 years, and Cat is leaving. Apologize, and I'll lift the curse. Kissing emoji. Kiss of death. Wow. Uh, Here's what's weird about this whole thing. So he also jinxed the Sacramento Kings during this whole thing. I think because we need jinxing. I think he tweeted at the Kings because he said the same thing. He was like, "Cats leaving you in free agency," and the Kings were like, uh, "For our basketball knowledge, uh, as on point as festival promotion knowledge." (laughs) Like totally ripping on. Way to go, Joe. So then he stuck, but he stuck to his guns. He's like, "No, the Kings." And the Timberwolves are cursed. The, uh, the also awkward part about that is I think Carl Anthony Towns like just signed a huge extension too. Like he's not even going to leave in free agency. He just re-upped. So Ja Rule just taken all of the L's. Um, the best take I saw on this, somebody had tweeted out Sacramento Kings and the Timberwolves should feel very lucky because those that have beefed with Ja where uh, always end up winning. Always undefeated, never lost. <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Fitty. <laughs> Fitty, Eminem. Uh, who else? Who else is Jaw beefed with where he took a huge L? Anybody ever? I don't. I don't remember him ever taking a win. That's a good point. That's fair. <laughs> In Jaw Rule's history, there's he's. <laughs> 
Did you see? Did you see the picture of Fifty next to a TV with the halftime show just smiling? Yeah, I did. That's good stuff. <laughs> He's so. Sticking with <laughs> sticking with the NBA, uh, cease and desist is what the uh, fashion brand Kuji is telling the Brooklyn Nets. Kuji uh, is suing the NBA, Nike, the Nets, Russell Brands, Russell Brands, not Russell Brand. <laughs> It'd be and, awesome if they were suing Russell Brand. Yeah, just throw him in there. <laughs> and uh, New Era because they didn't ask for their permission to make and sell a jersey that they say features one of their signature designs on a recent tribute jersey. Uh, they wore this jersey in mid-November, this past November, and it was to honor late Biggie Smalls, who always wore, you know, Kooji sweaters. That's one of his things. Uh, it was called Brooklyn Camo by the Nets. And if you see pictures of this, if you, you happen to Google, you know, Brooklyn Camo, or if you're familiar with whatever, you know, the, the night that they wore these and you see them, uh, the trim on the jerseys is clearly something straight out of Kooji's closet. There's like <laughs> it no is doubt about definitely, it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's something that they would have put it. And, uh, so we'll call Kuji, it, we'll say they sampled it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They sampled it. Uh, and, uh, Kooji is suing for damages and wants sales of the jerseys to stop by all parties immediately. So Russell brand stop selling the jerseys yeah russell what are you and doing, russell brands <laughs> all y'all stop selling these jerseys you're infringing on kooji when they first revealed those i was like wow that's that's dead on a biggie sweater so i'm not surprised by this at well all. i think i remember seeing them and i think i vaguely remember us mentioning it or something you know maybe we talked about it off the show but it's one of those things that you just assume, well, yeah, they they probably had talked to Kuji. I mean, yeah, seeing what, this, I thought, right. wait, they didn't even get their permission. They just went on they and just did it. snatched it up. That'll get you 100% of the time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we almost got away with it, too, but it's on national television. Whoops. <laughs> we, we We're really, a national brand. We would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling brands. <laughs> I know. Very odd decision by the, the Nets to, to go that route, but... Whatever. You know, that's Coochie's not, getting theirs. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into this last story from Upper Deck. This is a little update for you. Uh, we talked about this one a, a few weeks back. Brewdog, the brewery Brewdog. from uh, Scotland and England. They have a, a facility in Columbus that has the Brewdog Hotel, the doghouse with amazing features. There's like a beer shower. There's beers ready for you as soon as you get in the room. Well, part of their investor plan uh they offered a craft beer flight it was the first ever craft beer flight it went from their london facility to columbus so that their investors could visit the columbus brewery stay at the hotel have a good time um so we have an update on that that flight took place this past weekend and i guess you can call it a success really hard uh you be the judge on this one they had to close the bathrooms on the flight with Two hours left because they were full. Oh my god! Yeah, totally. I full. don't think I've ever heard of a plane bathroom getting me full. neither. I've never heard of that. I didn't. Th- I thought that just like they flushed it out of the bottom. Like yeah, that. I mean, I thought every now and then you get in a rain shower pee. Yep, you just got it. It'll dissipate before it hits the well, ground. And uh, honestly, though, I really thought that there was such a big compartment somewhere that I mean that wouldn't be possible. They, you know, just yeah. Well, I um, mean, even you know, transatlantic flights. I've never heard of. Hey. uh Nobody else can use the bathroom. Yeah. Full up. Apparently, this transatlantic flight, it does happen. They were like, (laughs) listen, everybody, the bathrooms are closed. Way too full in there. 
Uh, the plane almost ran out of booze. That does not surprise me one bit. Uh, it was, uh, you know, a, a brewery base. They had a special beer that was made with specific hops to counteract the effect of no, um, like the, the pressure changes in the beer. Mm, yeah, They're like, yeah, normally yeah. that dulls the, the taste. So they added like extra hops to it to add some ex- additional flavor. Um, but they almost ran out. They were almost out of beer and full up on the bathrooms. Reportedly, everybody still had a good time. Probably because you drank all the booze on an airplane. <laughs> they were too drunk to notice. <laughs> What's not told in this story is, what was that flight back like? Because I feel like that's one of those things. That's like a Vegas flight where you go out and you are pumped. You're super excited to be on the plane. You're partying. You're having fun. You're meeting people. That is people. a long flight home. Yep. The way home, <laughs> it's just like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't look at me. You reek. The bathrooms you- fill up again. I swear <laughs> to God, I will jump out of this window. <laughs> I am murdering whoever fills up all these bathrooms. That's one of those where they're like, hey, we got that special beer. We got some extras. And you're like, no, I don't. Oh, God. I don't even want to. I don't even want to smell hops right now. This has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Miniman Tickets and by Full Up Bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> And Bobby Craft jokes. I love how much you are struggling with that, dude. Bottle, it takes dude. so much work, and I can't even get a full like swallow in. I, <laughs> I, I can't. I don't know how to. I, I, I'm not getting all the mouth feels I need with this beer. That's for sure. <laughs> Such a poor choice there, of words. There's no the, the mouth feels are off on this one. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, well, we are opening up the phone lines for you guys. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. If you guys want to call in, anything you want to talk about, any hot takes you guys got for us. Feel free to call in. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit. Let's get right into our uh, Jackass of the Week this week. Um, why don't you go first? It's Miller time. <laughs> Everybody's favorite coach, Sean Miller, is back. Mm. Back in the news because the, the heat is turning up and people are asking more questions about, you know, his illicit doings there in Zona. And, illicit uh, doings. And, uh, <laughs> That's such a weird way to put that. And a uh, reporter uh, recently asked him a question about the, the heat getting turned up, and he basically just completely dismissed him, said, Here's here's the, the, the audio. Oh, we, we have the audio? audio oh, we, we got, got the audio? audio? Oh, yeah, look we at got that, that audio. Technology. You know, well, I can do something. Stay, everybody stand by. Here we we go. got audio. All the scrutiny that has surrounded this program of diversity you face. No comment. You can drive back to Phoenix. And that's it. <laughs> Completely dismissive D-bag. You can drive back to Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you can drive straight to the, you know, straight to the jail. <laughs> straight to state pen for breaking federal I mean, laws. What's he thinking? I, it's one thing, like, obviously you don't want to comment. It's an ongoing investigation. You can't really say too much. I'm right. sure his lawyer's like, look, don't talk about it. But why are you going to tell this? Uh, this is a journalist. He's doing his job. That's what he's got. That's your story right now, bro. Blame People Trump. are gonna ask you. That's right. in this era. He didn't go that route, though. At least he didn't do that. He didn't hit you with your the, fake uh, news. This is fake news. He at <laughs> least said at this no point comment. everybody knows there's nothing fake about him getting busted. No, Miller is going down for this one. And he's uh, going down high. <laughs> uh, so Sean Miller is your first option for Jackass of the Week. Second option, none other than former Cincinnati Bengal. Pac-Man Jones, back in the news this week, he was arrested at Rising Star Casino. You couldn't go a whole football season without hearing about Pac-Man? Gotta hear Pac-Man. And, you know, this one, I actually gave him the benefit of the doubt because the last time he was in the news, when he fought that dude in the airport, it was like, 
all right, that wasn't his fault. That's cool. Hey, drink the bottle on the other side so that people can see you on camera because they want to see you drinking from that. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to keep the equipment from them, but all right. If you want me to spill them here on this side of the floor, that's fine. <laughs> no problem. It's it's so much better than watching you get iced. <laughs> watching you drink from a baby bottle you. is ridiculous. This, this is so awful. It seems like it. I'm going to get a headache, too, trying to get this beer There's out. no flow. There's, There's no flow, none. too. There's none. Uh, anyway, so Pac-Man was in a casino just over the border in Indiana. Casino officials were called in to investigate someone cheating at a table game. Turns out it was Pac-Man. They uh, approached him about it. He got combative. Eventually, he was arrested. He's now facing a slew of charges, including disorderly conduct, public intoxication, intimidation, and resisting arrest. The best was the Deadspin article about this story. And the very first comment, because the, you know, the article says uh, no, no mention of what game he was playing. Somebody said, table game. Pac-Man was cheating. And then it was just a picture of the old school Pac-Man table arcade game. <laughs> I laughed pretty hard for a few minutes at that one. But I am curious. I mean, as soon as I heard, oh, he was cheating. Well, what, like, what was he cheating at? I mean, my guess is either blackjack or poker. I mean, those are generally the only two table games that you can really kind of. Yeah, I can't see him. I can't see him cheating. I I can't, I I can't see him cheating because you have to be kind of intelligent to to be able to do that when you're talking about, you know, counting cards and stuff. So I thought. Pac-Man was cheating? That's a very good with point. With numbers? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a very good point. Um, oh, I think we lost a little connection there. We're good. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, but I, I can't imagine Pac-Man. The only other thing I thought is maybe he was playing roulette and just sliding his chips around. Like, as the number was landing, he'd, he'd touch the chips and move them, try to get that seems hit. that seems more Pac-Man speed for cheating. Yeah, although it was like just red I in the black. sky. I'll never see this. Right. He was just moving for red and black because he, he was like, oh, <laughs> was, oh I totally have red. Oh, it was red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that came up double zeros. Uh, what? <laughs> what? I will fight you. <laughs> uh, Robert Taylor says Shanghai poker. Can you imagine Pac-Man trying to play Shanghai poker? Some of those games that they have in Vegas are the most confusing games. I've sat down and watched like. Japanese businessmen play some of those games and it is, I'm, I'm like, I don't even know what you're doing right now. I, that, is that even a real card? Where did this come from? Why are you betting all this money? Did you just win or lose? Everybody's angry and happy at the same time. I don't know what's happening. I have no idea how that game works. I've been near the table. I've had friends try to explain and I'm, I, I don't get it. I have no idea what's going on. None. I just know that if you roll snake eyes. <laughs> Okay, that's that's a totally different game. Oh, that's craps. <laughs> yeah, wait, what did you say? I thought you said craps. It's like Shanghai poker or like crazy oh, those weird like crazy poker games. I, I have seen that too, and that yeah, I mean that is just uh, yeah, I have no idea what's going on there. Like I people mean, are, are, I'm like, I don't know if everybody's happy it, it or looks, mad. It looks like an auction. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Is it an auction. really does look like an auction. Yeah, and I'm like, that's there's, there's cards over there. There's what happy happened? people. There's screaming people. There's mad people. But you know, I'm assuming somebody's walking away with money. I don't know if it's the house or the players. I don't even know who's playing. They don't know what who's walking yeah. away. There's just chips flying. <laughs> it's basically like a, a scrum from Scooby Doo. That's all it is. Is just like bodies, parts like pop up out of a dirt pile oh, every once goodness. in a while. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes up with like a black chip. They're like, all right, uh, see you guys tomorrow. And then they all get on the plane and they're like, hey, I swear to God, if somebody fills up the bathroom. 
That's first person filled the bathroom's done. <laughs> Robert Taylor says Shanghai poker sounds nothing like craps. Thanks, man, for having my back on that one. I was like, what is is Scott listening no, to the no, show? No, no, that's fine. I, you pulled it, a mic. You weren't I did. Even listening. No, no, no. I was listening, but in my mind, I heard you say something, and I immediately went to the game that I've been confused about multiple times. No, and so yeah. I heard you say something, and then it's like, oh wait, no. But the, I also know what Shanghai <laughs> poker is. So it's like, oh yeah, that's just as crazy and ludicrous. In fact, I understand that less than I do craps, <laughs> and I don't understand it thing about craps <laughs> well jackass of the week is brought to you by my bookie use the promo code 12 ounce sports to get 100 deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars so be sure to tune in to all of the gambling shows here on the network then put that knowledge to practice on my bookie make sure to use the promo code 12 ounce sports that's one two oz sports to get that bonus you can find their banners and links on every page of the station site at www.12ounceSportsRadio.com. should we head on into big biggest news of the week Wait, hang on. Uh, I need Joe. Sell out. Where's Joe? I sell out. <laughs> Is that? No. Wow. I failed it. Failure to launch. The volume. There it was. The okay, volume cool, was cool. down. Cool. Uh, timing is perfect. <laughs> Joe, please come back. <laughs> For the please come God. back. <laughs> uh, should we talk about Bryce? Uh, yeah, let's Bryce. go ahead and talk about Bryce, and then we'll then we'll talk some Johnny football because this Bryce thing. I'm just well, glad we can try, that it's... let's talk Bryce, and then let's get into the the MLB thing. <clears throat> okay, kind of, sort all right, of, so, all right. Run through that really quickly, but uh, Bryce Harper signed earlier, a few hours before the show started. Three hundred and thirty million dollars for the Phillies for thirteen years. That's unreal. The dude is twenty six years old. He's going to be playing baseball until and he, he's, yeah, he's turned 27. So, I mean, basically this deal will be paying him until he's 40. Uh, yeah. He's locked up until he's 40, uh, for $330 million. And you were telling me before the show, cause I didn't really research this. So there's like no real opt outs either. Like yeah, he is no, a, this Philly is one of the rare, life. rare deals, all these mega deals that have been signed the last few years that you get about five to seven year range. And there's a, either a team opt out or a player opt out. And most of these things get exercised because especially for the player, they can generally cash in on another one more big right. deal before they get out. Uh, but this one doesn't hold any of those opt outs from what I read and the details that were coming out, you know, very sparingly right, right up, uh, off the bat with the, uh, the numbers. But yeah, there's apparently no opt outs. So he's, a Philly or whatever till they trade him. That's bananas to me right there. Yeah. That there is no opt-outs at all. That's crazy. And we talked about it before the show. This just seems weird that it took all the way until, you know, spring training games have been going on for a week now, and he's just now signing for a number that doesn't seem that... I mean, for years it was, Bryce Harper's going to be the first $400 million that's man. What, and that's what I was that's expecting. $70 million less than people were projecting two and three years ago. So do you and think- held out for a number that seems kind of low, only $30 million more than Manny Machado for three more and years. Only, and only $5 million more than the, the Mike Stanton deal yeah. when Mike Stanton went to Miami. Because yeah. that was the, Mike yeah. Stanton was the highest played, paid player at right. 325. So it's not even like it was, it blew that contract out of the water. No. Which I don't think Stanton's is over i mean i don't even think that was a 10-year deal was it no it was. It, it was 10 for 325 okay yeah. all right so so even still at, a, at the yearly rate he's still below stanton uh and i wonder how much of that was and and now looking at this and seeing that he signed for 330 i wonder how much of this was bryce harper's fault where he was holding out for four and nobody was ponying up four and then finally he was like all right phillies uh it we're a week into spring training i, I guess know, i'll take i know what people are gonna say but 
Because, you know, ultimately, uh, agent works for it. But, I mean, this is a Scott Boris loss. Oh, without a, a doubt. A man, yeah. uh, the super agent Scott Boris in baseball who, you know, usually is is known for having all of the high-profile guys and holding out and, you know, forcing his guys to free agent and holding teams hostage. And for years and years and years, it's generally worked. I've always argued that he's one of the reasons baseball has been ruined slightly because of these mega deals and yep. all this forcing these. Yep. Well, this was a big L for him as, a, as an agent because – you know, it didn't get the record numbers and it didn't really do, it didn't really move I mean, the needle. Technically, he got, he, yeah, he I mean, the technically, yeah, he, he, like, at the end of the day, Boris gets to say, I signed the record deal and that's right. all that, you know, but as far as what this looked like it could have been or was going to be, it's, it's an L. It's definitely an L. <laughs> uh, and it, it, I, I don't understand why we had to wait this long to come out. Like when it, broke when i saw the alert that was like bryce harper signs deal i was like oh here we go here it is and it was 3 30 and i'm like that's that's what we waited for mm-hmm. all right fine fair enough um so that's that's your bryce harper news um i am uh, and scott makes a good point here uh scott chimed in and said boris still got the largest guaranteed contract at 3 30 so it's not really an l uh, and Vilnev, Alex brings up the point that I was going to mention. The, the meme has been going around. Bobby Bonilla will still get paid longer than Bryce Harper. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. It's four years, right? After Bryce Harper's contract yep. is up. Four Bobby more years still, of Bobby Bonilla. Still has four more years. Still has another presidential, uh, cycle. He's got a whole, he's got a whole Olympics break. <laughs> yeah. <left>. That's insane. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'm just glad it's finally over. And I know I was listening to Scout Team this morning. Uh, I know Loudbeard's going to be happy it's over because he literally just said this morning, he's like, I'm just tired of talking about it. I hope the Phillies <laughs> pull the offer. Like, just get this done because it's so ridiculous that it's gone on this long. And uh, I would have to agree 100%. I'm just glad that this is finally yeah, over. I'm glad to. We can move on. Now, it's the most anticlimactic thing it ever. It really too. was. Both, so both of these big signings, everybody was looking to see Machado and Harper. And all of a sudden, Machado is going to waste away in San Diego and nobody's going to hear from him again. And then Harper goes to Philly for a number that we didn't expect. And it's like, well, all right. Thanks guys. Yeah. Ridiculous. We waited all winter for that. The only plus side is we talked about baseball an entire winter. Like it, it went all winter long. It's true that the baseball was in the news cycle. So, and, and speaking of baseball, uh, there, you know, kind of in the game itself, you know, this week has been all talk about the pitch clock and, you know, spring training and these, this dumb pitch clock. Well, uh, MLB said that they're willing to table the idea of a pitch clock for another season. Now, this is where it gets ridiculous because here's Manfred again overplaying his hand. He's basically trying to hold the players hostage. And he, he can like unilaterally make some certain decisions before the next CBA. Uh, but he says basically, Hey, we'll, you know, you guys don't like the play clock or the pitch clock. Cool. Well, we'll kind of get rid of that and stop talking about it and not push the issue if you give us a whole bunch of the following. <laughs> and they're all kind of ludicrous things, none of which benefit the players. And if you're a player and you're the players union, you look at it and say, why would we give up any of those things <laughs> before the CBA? Right. Why would we give you right. that much power? If you, like, fine, we don't like the pitch clock. 
but we could just wait it out to the next CBA and, you know, make that a sticking point for anything then. Especially since the pitch clock is really only, I mean, it's not really getting implemented. Yeah. So. It's just, they're just trying it out. But anyway, MLB basically said, uh, that they want, and some of these, no big deal, but in general, though, there's no reason for the, the players to agree to it. But a single trade deadline being, you know, July 31st or whatever. I like just, that. I, I do like that. The trade I'm deadline, no one. more of the waiver and non-waiver deadline confusing. where you can still, yeah. it is where trades can still happen up to like three weeks after the actual trade that's deadline. always my favorite when it's like it's trade deadline and then nothing happens like oh what the heck and then two weeks later it's like oh and the biggest move of the year <laughs> wait I, we the trade deadline was two weeks it's over ago. what is happening right now yeah um we've talked about it before the three batter minimum per stupid. pitcher phased in by 2020 stupid. very stupid i get it though i understand what they're trying to do there because i would that's going to speed up the game more than a pitch clock will. It is, that will absolutely speed because up the game. Because that's what slows down the game is, is pitch changes. Right. Because uh, every time you go uh, to a pitching change, it goes to commercial break. You mm-hmm. got at least a minute and a half of commercials in that time frame. And when you're changing guys for after one, one batter, guy. it's like, dude, come on. Yeah. The end of baseball games are the most tedious, annoying things when when coaches start overthinking things and they're like, I need my lefty specialist, then I'm going to go my righty yeah, for two. Yeah. But if he gets a hit, uh, then I got to go this guy. Baseball games would last about two hours. The last, the last three innings <laughs> take an hour by yes, themselves. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, they ridiculous. also want to institute a 26 man roster, which no big deal there. There'd only be one more guy than is on the roster now. Do uh, that instead of a DH. Yeah. I'm deal. fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Give no him doubt. One, one extra hitter instead of a DH. Yeah. Cool. Um, then the 28 men limit on the September roster. Uh, they want to get rid of the 10 day DL, uh, and go back to the 15 day injured list. Uh, you know, not sure, calling it whatever. DL. Yeah, don't care about that. Uh, and then further limitations on mound visits, uh, position player pitching and time in between innings. Now, I, the thing about the time in between innings is, everybody's in agreement that the reason things take so long in between innings is because you've sold all sorts of advertising. It's like, it's your fault that inning time is so long in between. But even still like, all right, you figure an average, an average break in between innings is three minutes because Mm -hmm. that's, that's a normal uh, commercial break. If you cut that by a minute each time, which is a significant change when you're talking about a three minute break. Yeah. Uh, over the course of a game, you're saving nine minutes. Yeah. Uh, 18. Cause you got oh, okay. in between each half inning. But so you're saving I mean, 18 I'm fine minutes. with that though. That's not a lot though. Over, you're talking about a three hour game and cutting it but down to two hours that, and 42 minutes. If you add minutes. that and limit the pitching changes, like it's like, it's all of these little things that start to add up. I mean, I, I get what you're saying in the scheme of things. 18 minutes doesn't seem like that long, but it, these are the, these are the type of things where I'm like, yes, that pushes it for the ball further along. These are the type of changes where not right, not the you know uh, what were we arguing about last week? Where it's you know you're splitting hairs over um, it taking a few seconds here. It was and there. the it was the pitch clock. I think was, was it the pitch was, clock? Yeah, okay. in, the, in the craft root sports group, say, people were talking about. Yeah, the pitch clock I can't. And, I was gonna say you're you're only t- shaving off seconds, and then it ends up being oh, at the end it was three minutes. We shorter. saved. We saved. Ten minutes in a three-hour game, cool. Yeah, thanks. But if you start ta- talking about you, know, you're getting closer to that half-hour mark. I think that's where it makes a big movement. We're taking out a half hour out of these games, or forty minutes, or whatever. I, I mean, that's real movement. The, yeah. the closer you get to two hours, the better. But it has to be bigger things. But again, there's no reason for the players to agree to any of these things. No, the players not a shouldn't single, do anything right not now. Not a single reason. They should just sit there and say, "We won't negotiate anything. We'll do whatever. We will do whatever we've." 
are, or allowed you to do unilaterally. Yep. We'll, we'll follow all the rules of this current CBA and then we're talking about it the next one. Yep. And we won't budge. And I have a feeling that this is going to lead to a work stoppage. Oh, it's definitely so, happening. Like, the work stoppage they, between this, between this free agent, uh, time period and yeah. now all this stuff, we're definitely going to see a work stoppage in the MLB. And I don't know how they're going to survive this one. I really don't. Mm. I mean, they've been struggling without a work stoppage since they haven't had one since 94. <laughs> they've steadily struggled more and more each year. I can't imagine how a work stoppage is going to affect them now. Yeah, it's it would... I don't want to say it'd be the death of baseball because I don't think it would be the death of It'll baseball. It'll be as close as it can be. I, I will <laughs> equate it to... The NHL not being on network television. Well, that's what I was going to say. When they yeah. lost the ESPN deal, I would say and they, they basically would, faded for a little I would say while. if that happens, if there's another work stoppage, without a doubt, baseball falls behind hockey and probably soccer and becomes like the, the number five sport. There's still going to be people to watch it. I would still watch it. Oh, I'll always still watch baseball, but yeah, I mean, it's becoming more niche every day. Yeah, uh, which is really frustrating and really disappointing. Uh, Seth just joined in the, the show. Shout out to Seth. He's a big baseball guy. He missed the whole talk about that. Sorry, Seth. Uh, you might want to go back and listen to that one and then, uh, tweet at us your, your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, the phone lines are open. Everybody, 44037 drunk. If you got anything you want to talk about, feel free to give us a call. Uh, I'm, I'm watching it this time. So even if it doesn't ring through, I can actually answer it. Uh, but let's talk about this real quick. Johnny football <laughs> in the news this week because he gone. Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> yes, Papa. <laughs> Playing football? No, Papa. What are you talking about? If you have kids, you know. I have two. What are you talking how, about? I don't know how you never heard that one. I don't know that song at all. Mm. We're on a wonky donkey kick in this house. When when Jude hits that one and you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I know what Scott was talking about. It's just this weird song where is it yeah. a YouTube thing? I think it's Momo, so. isn't it? That's what this whole thing is about. <laughs> no, this is not Momo. <laughs> that thing is scary, by the way. That, that Dude, statue, that, yeah, that thing is scary. Well, this whole yeah, I love the hoax. The whole hoax is amazing to me. Anyways, um, Johnny Football came out this week that he has been released by Montreal from the Canadian Football League, and not only that, the league forced Montreal to break the contract and get rid of him and then said he's not allowed to sign with any other Canadian football league team. He is essentially banned from Canadian football and they won't say why they just said he violated the terms of his agreement. This is annoying. This is some old Trump type stuff. (laughs) I I mean, give me details. Don't just do all this stuff and not, and give vague half answers. And well, we terminated his contract. He broke the rules of contract. And I see all this stuff today where there's about thousand different things that he was supposed to do, like counseling sessions and yada, yada, yada. And so any one of the things could have possibly triggered this. But, you know, until they give us some type of answer, it's all sorts of speculation like we were doing earlier. Oh, hey, weed's legalized in Canada. That's what it is. Right. I mean, uh, you know, so. It- I'm not going to get the tinfoil hat on. We're not going to do conspiracy theory on this one. But uh, I have a feeling. Now that weed is legal in Canada, I am sure part of his contract was you're not allowed to take part in any drugs. You probably have to submit to drug tests. And even though it's legal in Canada, an employer can still say you're not allowed to do it uh, if, right. if you're an employee of us. And I'm sure because when when weed was first legalized in Canada, I was like, Johnny Manziel is super excited about that. That was the first person I thought of as who is really going to be excited that weed is allowed. <laughs> This fucking bottle. I can't. Uh, all right. <laughs> that, listen, 
We oh. are explicit this week, everybody. <laughs> now you can now you can all feel free to call in because everybody. I think everybody's afraid to call in lately. Like my brother was like, "Dude, I I don't like this clean version of the show because I can't call in anymore." <laughs> like I mean, you can, you just you know don't swear. We need to start getting a pre-show pool each week done. Who's gonna make the show explicit first this week? It's just start an, making odds and whatnot. An over under on how long it's gonna take before the first one. Yeah, got, we can have we can have lines. We can have multiple lines going on this show gotta be honest i slipped earlier i did caught you? myself i don't know if it actually came uh, through if but you did i was probably over there trying to suck on this baby <laughs> bottle and completely missed it yeah i definitely dropped an f-bomb uh earlier <laughs> anyways um so johnny manzel is out of the canadian football league we don't know why but uh so the question now becomes which one of the leagues gets him aaf or xfl because the problem with that's the, the XFL is they came out and said no, yeah, no, no criminals, mass. nobody right. who's got a criminal background, and so that would eliminate him. But but to your point, you mentioned this pre-show where you were saying the XFL needs to make a splash, so you need yeah. names, and Johnny Manziel is now the biggest name out there. So does Vince go back on his word where he he says no criminals? It's Vince. Yep, that's a good point. It is Vince. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't care what they said. That was almost you know well it was over a year ago now when they made the announcement and that was before you know five minutes later <laughs> dick Ebersole and everybody undercut and was like hey by the way we got a lead charlie. coming in charlie, charlie? Ebersole, oh, yeah, okay. dick's kid okay cool <laughs> whatever one okay, of the cool, Ebersoles. Welcome. <laughs> yeah uh you know that was before they got undercut and it was like hey by the way we totally stole your idea and uh, we got this league and it's starting now you guys don't have any answers on when your league is starting ours is starting now <laughs> okay but this also is this week uh, came out so the AF is currently being sued by a guy who is claiming that charlie ebersol went full mark zuckerberg on him and stole his idea he said it was his idea for the AAF and Charlie Ebersole was like, I'm taking the idea. He credited all of the stuff to Bill Polian as like the, the mind behind it all. Which, first of all, how are you going to claim that it was your idea to have a, a spring football league? That, that's okay. been an idea for a long time now. Tag me into this one. Like, get me on this class action lawsuit. Cause <laughs> yeah. I had that idea too. And Charlie Ebersole <laughs> totally stole that. Yeah. I'll be your Winklevoss twin on this one. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's absolutely no way that you can claim that this was your idea. I don't know what kind of proof you have. Unless there's emails between this dude and Charlie Ebersol saying, hey, let's start the Alliance of American Football. And Charlie going, that's a fantastic idea. I love it. And then doing it without him. That's the only way I see him winning this lawsuit. Um, but part of that lawsuit, it came out that Ebersol actually approached Vince McMahon and tried to buy the rights to the XFL name. So basically, Vince McMahon wasn't thinking about this at all. He had no intention of doing a football league. Ebersol comes through and was like, "Hey, uh, me and uh, Mark, uh, me and Winklevoss are going to start a league. Can we get that XFL name?" And Vince McMahon was like, "No, I'm using it. <laughs> I'm doing a football it league. Totally want our toddlers on them. That's mine. <laughs> he was like, I haven't I'm, thought about the toy all yes, day, and as yes, soon as another yes. child picks it up." mine no mine i was playing with that so that's why vince was like well now i gotta get out ahead of this we're gonna start a league in two years and that's why the aaf was able to start so much sooner because they were ready to go they were just looking for the name so they they try to get the xfl name and vince was like "Uh uh-uh i uh i'm playing with this one (laughs) and then and then he goes on and does his press conference on periscope where he's like yeah i don't have any information i don't know i just know that i want it i want it it's me xfl is me (laughs) 
<laughs> Nobody else. Oh, Vince. <laughs> that would have been a really good, I mean, that's basically the conspiracy theory segment of the show, but that's essential. That's not even a conspiracy theory. That's reading that's between the lines and that's 100%, 100% what, what happened. happened. That is, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. No tinfoil hats. So <laughs> that is exactly what he did. So do you think Johnny football ends up in, uh, in the AAF then? Because they're struggling. Some, somebody signs them. One of the two leagues. They have to. I, I mean, right? they have to. I, I, I can't imagine them not because, and I, again, if you're the XFL, you got to do something to play catch up. You're already a year behind. You know, they still don't, they still haven't announced anything about the league. Basically, it's just, you know, hey, we've got, uh, Bob Stoops and, uh, <laughs> stuff and, uh, hey, XFL. I mean, that's all they've done. I mean, no, you know, we don't know anything about it. And you're just going to keep falling further and further behind. They need to make a splash. And I don't, you know, I don't care what he said about criminal backgrounds. They're going to change that in a hurry. He can always amend that too. Well, I meant criminal backgrounds in certain avenues. Basically, I meant drug traffickers. Basically, what Vince is going to have to come out and be like, no, no, no. I meant black guys. That's what I meant. I meant black guys. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, did football. you guys read between He's, the lines? I said there would be no kneeling. I meant there would be no Negroes in this league. No Negroes football. That's what I meant. He's a white guy. He's fine. He's yeah. rehabilitated. Uh, didn't he just get kicked out of the league? He's rehabilitated. <laughs> okay, Vince. Settle down, bud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did I take it too far there? Was that, was that over the yeah, line? That's fine. Okay, fair enough. Um, let's talk NFL, uh, because they are another league that's tackling some real issues this offseason. Mm, hard hitting issues, much like Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, it's, it came out this week that the NFL will not be changing anything as it relates to replay. Uh, they, they essentially said there's no cry out, but like they, there's no need to change anything despite looking at that NFC championship game, seeing that missed call and being like, nah, nobody wants us to change replay. Why would we change it now? It's like, wait, I, everybody wants you to change replay, man. Like everybody wants it expanded to at least be able to talk about missed calls or something. Right. And their argument is, well, if you expand it to that, what are you going to do? What are you looking at? Is, they always have do you really call bad something? excuses for why not to do stuff. Which I don't understand. I feel like if you're going to expand this replay for missed calls, the coach needs to say exactly which player he thinks the penalty was committed on. Yeah. So basically in that NFC championship game, it's there, there was pass interference on this player, and then they could look and say, oh yeah, there was. You could say there's holding on this guy. You're not going to call holding that's shown on the replay on somebody else on the other side yeah. of the field. You're going to look at the specific player right. that the coach is And that would be for. real easy to make that call as far as making the rule. Yeah, right. you can't pick out something else that you happen to see in the video. It's legitimately, alright, I want to throw the flag, and it's for the call you just made on this specific play. I mean, yeah, on no, this nobody, guy. Nobody was saying that the on, the opposite, on this guy. the opposite side of the field uh, in the, the Saints-Rams game that there was holding on the, right. the pass interference call, and that's actually what they wanted called. No, 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 no. It well, would just be for that play and on the same, And with the same token, they're not going to look at that replay and go, okay, yes, there was pass interference, but on this side of the field, away from the play, there was off also offensive holding, so it's offsetting penalties and no flag. They're not going to do that. The the point should be look at the... Yeah, it's the NFL. I could tell totally this well, and that's what they're saying. They're we like, what do you want us to do? The only, <laughs> the only thing I could see being the case is some coach just throwing his flag and being like, there was holding on that play on the lineman. And then look at, cause there's holding on every play. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was. There was definitely holding on that one. You're right. Okay. Duh, back him up 10. Yeah. And then the next play, it's like, Hey, there was holding on that one too. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, back them up again. <laughs> I mean, I get what they're saying, but the, the, we, we the, the people want it because of plays like the, the Saints-Rams game. It, that, that's what it's for. Egregious, Nobody's looking, right. yeah, like blatant missed calls. It's not for the nitpicky stuff. And it, everybody knows it, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like in baseball when you're, you're using the umpires. Like, every umpire is a different strike zone and you just accept that it's part of the game. Yeah. You know, not everyone gets called by the letter. There's no way for them each to call and everybody has different viewpoints and all that stuff. So you just accept that, you know, Bad, you know, umpiring or refereeing or whatever. It's part of the game. But on the things that come out and blatant and, you know, is that you can see happen right there in real time and the entire world sees and all of these plays that the NFL the next day does the old, <laughs> they got it wrong, but right. whatever. Right. I mean, th- those type of plays, we're trying to eliminate that. I mean, come on. That's what, that's the worst part. You're willing to come out the day after and be like, yeah, we done screwed up, but nothing we can do now. Sorry. Okay. Bye. <laughs> is what not, it is. You're not willing to do that in game and be like, yeah, we screwed up. It's, it was a penalty and here's the 15 yards and right. a new first down. Uh, go ahead and play the game as it is now. They're fine with doing it after the fact the next day. Um, yeah. Uh, Scott says everyone complains about how slow basketball has gotten with these replay reviews. Act like that wouldn't be a side effect here. He's right. I mean, it would slow it down. Uh, Unless you do what they do currently with challenges and limit it. And if there's only so many challenges you can have in a game, uh, you're challenging a missed. It, you essentially have to look at this as if it's a challenge flag and you're challenging a missed call. Right. So not only can you challenge like that was a catch, that was a touchdown, you missed this pass interference. And if, you know, maybe you add an additional challenge to, to the coaches because two per half is not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that would slow things down that much, especially when if you're keying on just that one guy, it's not like, and I think, I think also too, the, the whole challenging thing is annoying when you look at the, the challenging fact thing that- of challenging. Yeah, kind of sort of. The challenging part of challenging. Yes, the challenging part of challenging is that there's all sorts of stipulations on when they can use it. If you limit it, and I I, I like it where it's kind of, you know, a strategy thing. All right, you get X amount of challenges. Say they up it to five per half. Well, guess what? If you decide you're going to blow through it and say, I'd even be all right with it if they did say, oh, there's holding. Boom, that's a challenge. Oh, there's holding. Boom, there's a challenge. Well, you get to the end of the half and something blatant happens and you don't have a challenge. Sorry, you're up. And and they missed the call? Well, guess what? Sorry. That's your fault. Exactly. And I I, I think fans would be accepting of that where it's like, okay, this is the system in place and eh, it was a blown call. But guess what? They blew through all their challenges. They didn't have it, and that's on them. Marvin Lewis would have lost his job so much sooner <laughs> if this was in place. But I, but, the, but fans would be accepting of that because you're like, all right, you know the rules going in, and, and yeah. co- then then you get mad at your coach. You exactly, get at, you're not mad at the rest. You're right. mad at your coach. You're exactly, ma- and that's what it should be. I mean, then the NFL would be like, hey, look, be mad at those guys. Those are yeah. guys that your franchise it was a, hired. It was a missed call, but he also challenged uh, a third and one. Yeah, in he an inconsequential play earlier. Yeah. In the half. Right. I mean, so that's kind of the simple answer and the solution to that. And I'd I feel be, like I'd be totally fine with them like giving an extra challenge or two per half in order to, to combat this. So if you give them like four per half instead of two, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I said five. I mean, if you do, if you went, oh, five, I didn't hear you say five. Sorry, I yeah, was, no, no, I was texting. You, th- <laughs> <laughs> you, you thought it was crap school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Listen, all I know is if they throw snake eyes, it is a problem. <laughs> yes. That's all I know. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? 
Somebody yelled Domino's. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, seriously, if, if you say five, you got 10 challenges per game. Use them. I'd even be so willing to say you got 10 challenges a game. Use all 10 in the first half. Mm, that's a good point. Use, use, use save, save 10 save for them the second 10 half. for the last two minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. But when your 10 are done, right. you're done. You're done. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm, make it that easy. I'm on board with that. However, the NFL is not. But what the NFL is on board with, a point of contention that <laughs> we, they are we addressing. Have to, after we brought it back, we're already thinking... We gotta get rid of this. This is too much. Get rid of those group celebrations. These These guys, these guys are having way too much fun. What are they doing here? This is a business. (laughs) We don't want kneeling. We don't want fun. (laughs) We want calls to be blown. And we want football to, to be handed back to refs. We, we don't care whether or not we miss the call, but what we do care about is if those guys come and pose like they're doing a group picture in the back of the end zone. Uncalled for. And the funniest limit part, the group celebration. The funniest part is, again, we as fans, we already policed this. We even said, oh, we're all on board with the group celebrations. And about a weekend, all right, guys, let's all stop at the corny team photo thing. Yes. It got real old it's in stupid. a hurry. It's yeah. corny. If you're going to, you know, team celebrations need to be creative. And back a while ago, they were before they got legislated out. And now they bring it back. And that seems like the only thing anybody could do was, hey, we're going to do the team photo thing. And it got real old in a hurry. Yeah. And fans are like, nope, we're not here for this. But I don't need the NFL to tell me. No, no, right. no, we're going to make a rule against it again. No, let us make tweet, sure, like, let us tweet at the players and be like, this is stupid. Can you guys not do this anymore? <laughs> yeah. And get enough fans to do that where the guys are like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that because this kind of looks more creative. No. And, and these guys care enough about that type of stuff too. Absolutely. That's what the, that's what Absolutely. the guys care about. They spend, they spend all week thinking up new celebrations, <laughs> which is terrible that they spend all week and they're like, uh, group picture. Come on. Let's go. Well, that's the cheese. That's also the funny part is most of these guys don't know their own playbook, but they have 10 different celebrations <laughs> for different scenarios if they score. <laughs> so what the NFL is talking about doing with limiting these group celebrations is basically saying guys that aren't on the field at the time are not allowed to participate in the group celebration. So you can't have guys. Which when I in. read that, I, I, I thought. When was that part of? Because I didn't I realize that guys were allowed to run off the sidelines. I yeah, I'm actually in favor of that. If that wasn't part of them bringing back this rule, I'm like, there shouldn't be guys running in off the sidelines anyway. I mean, it should just be guys care, on the field to play. I know. I don't necessarily I don't care. I don't necessarily if, if guy, care. But if a I just guy don't from know. the sidelines wants to come on, as long as it's not interfering with the game, like it. We're in dead time. Go ahead, run down there and pose for the group picture. I guess whatever. <laughs> but That's like, the only thing I, they have. yeah, I don't really care if that happens. Who? Okay, cool. Yeah, get the entire team down there and pose for a picture. That's fantastic. Although Great. That would be that funny. would actually would that be would be funny one. if it was the team photo that celebration would. and the entire team coaches just, they pushed out the benches and were standing they, there. They, yeah, they just lined up. People sat down. <laughs> the hands like, behind the back. They, they sat down cross leg <laughs> yeah. in the front row. Like, I'd be here for that type of team <laughs> celebration and. And 15 minutes later, we're ready to resume play as they take the bleachers back off the field after the team photo on the touchdown. Which, there's never actually any photo. It was just one of the players doing the, you know, mimicking the camera motion. No, they, there's always a picture because they do it right in front of the photographers. Well, yes, but I'm just saying, in general, though, like, part of the gimmick is always one of the guys is, is the photographer. <laughs> uh, Boyle, Boyle, uh, chiming in, uh, happy belated bo- uh, birthday to Boyle. 
He just had his birthday yesterday. He said, I'm all for allowing things that make old white guys super mad. Yes, 100%. Let all the old white That's guys be, be mad about this. Let everybody on the field. Bring fans down on the field for these celebrations. <laughs> I don't care. As long as they score a touchdown and everybody storms the field. <laughs> if there's an old guy, an old white guy that's like, this is football. This isn't how we do it. I love it. Do it. Do more of that. Do all of it. That's true. <laughs> I want to see a, a celebration where it's just the ball boys. They don't even, the players aren't even a part of it. The ball boys just run on the field and do some celebration <laughs> in the end zone. Maybe that's it. Do a ball boy team picture instead of the defense. It's always the defense too that does the team picture. Why is it? Is the defense just not creative enough? Cause the offense does crazy stuff where they're like line dancing and limboing and stuff, but it's always on like a pick six or a fumble recovery for a yeah, touchdown. Defensive that thing. the defense. Well, cause the defense hasn't thought about it all week. They, they got that's, a, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what do we do? Team picture. Everybody come on. Tried and true. <laughs> and maybe that's why it's people coming in because they're just like, no, everybody come on, come on. We got to do something. Can, can get, you help us? Get Odell out of here. Get Odell. <laughs> No, Dell's like, ah, team picture. I don't know, man. Whatever. It's fine. Guys, I'm in Miami. What are we talking about here? Uh, I'm NFL. doing my pre-playoff game celebration. NFL doing the Lord's work is, <laughs> is basically what's happening this offseason. Making sure that while their game is uh, inaccurately called, that there's no fun happening at the same time. <laughs> you know, be in the NFL, yeah. basically. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little basketball. And then I want to do maybe a touch of soccer, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, that's okay. Because sure. this is this is a season I'm actually going to watch soccer. This yeah, is the first time I'll watch a little MLS. I will watch soccer this season. But that's because the Women's World Cup is coming at the end of the year. Hold that thought. Let's talk <laughs> basketball. Because uh, I didn't even realize that. Holy crap. Uh, uh, they're 100 days away from the, the start of the world. That's right? fantastic. Yeah. This is I'm really excited now for soccer. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Let's talk a little basketball. It was said this week that LeBron is ruining the Lakers, the entire franchise. They're saying that LeBron being a part of it, how he's acting, how he's not hustling, how he tried to trade away the entire team is ruining the franchise. So, Scott, I ask you, as somebody who doesn't like LeBron as much, you're, I'm not saying you're a LeBron hater. You you just consider I'm, I'm him neutral towards them. yeah you're yeah. you're just like whatever you you don't have strong feelings yeah, either way i don't you just know he's not as good as jordan yeah. uh, in your book mm-hmm. if lebron is the reason that the lakers franchise completely collapses turns into the phoenix suns is complete garbage for the next 25 years do you think lebron's the greatest player in the world to bring down the lakers Oh, sorry. I, I wasn't paying attention. I was ordering. I'm on Lakers.com ordering my franchise <laughs> killer number 23 jersey. Um, what, what, what were you asking? Uh, yes, this, this actually takes him up, up a notch in the, the annals, annals, annals. What I can never remember how that word's pronounced. The annals of history. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. Hold on. Before we talk more about this, Scott just said we need a Robert Kraft celebration against New England badly. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. An old happy ending celebration. Yes. First oh, team. First be... team to do that. I, I'm, I'm coming in like Sean Payton. Briefcase full of money. First team to celebrate <laughs> doing the Robert Kraft gets this Here's briefcase full of ones. $36 to the first team. <laughs> oh, there's Boyle. Uh, that's good. A happy ending celebration. Yes. Uh, Boyle right there in the same brain as me. Uh, man, somebody laying down and somebody else just like pulling the towel off of the guy. Ga- oh, dude, this would be a I, fantastic I wanna, I need them celebration. To, to put their hand underneath the towel. <laughs> Go for it. 
just mimic the whole thing. And and what are they doing? Oh, it's the Robert Kraft. Oh, guys. <laughs> What's the fine for that? What's the league find somebody for that? Two weeks. It's a, it's a, it's <laughs> two, a two games. <laughs> they're not finding you just for that game. They, they're, they're suspending you for two weeks. They get fined and suspended more than Robert Kraft does for actually doing it. That's no, what no. happens. <laughs> they also, they also send you a league. They also send you a letter that says we're considering blackballing. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyways, LeBron. So d- let me ask you this then. Do you think LeBron is really bringing down the Lakers? Do you think because they've, I mean, he, real, real quick, there's a rumor yeah. on Twitter that uh, the AF uh, expansion teams, the short list of cities being considered, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Des Moines, Iowa, Louisville, oh, Oklahoma City, Omaha, Portland, and wait for it, Columbus, Ohio, and Dayton, Ohio. What? Yes. That's pretty crazy that there's uh that they that Well, we it's crazy that they're already that talking close. about expansion like especially a, after, a week after not being able to make payroll right, allegedly. Right. <laughs> and and did you see the uh the uh Hurricanes owner, the Carolina Hurricanes owner was like, "Yeah, I didn't give them 250 million. I bought the league, but it wasn't that much." <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't see. He basically that. was like, "No, 250 mil- no, I didn't do that." <laughs> I bought the, I own it. I did that. I bought that, but I didn't put that <laughs> didn't much pay into that much it. Money for it. <laughs> but either way, that, that would be awesome. I am here for an AAF team coming within driving Dude, distance. Dude, I am so jealous of L- Louisville, I'm, Columbus, or Dayton. I'm in for it. I'm so jealous that scouting was able to go to the Orlando game right. with the press passes. They got to see the dog catch the 83 yard frisbee live from the press box. Like they were there for that. I want to get. Craft Brood Sports at a an AAF game, but I'm there's in. nothing close. Yeah. Like, what's the closest to us? Memphis? Atlanta. Well, I guess driving wise, Memphis, but like if you look at their the way they break down like fandom of, oh. you know, like Atlanta is actually what encompasses. We're supposed our... to cheer for Atlanta. Yeah. No, oh, great. Like, okay. So if if you go off the whole geographical closeness type thing, like they, they I saw the map and there was like a breakdown. Who should you root for? And I, I looked at it. It was almost like everything east of the Mississippi, Mississippi was Atlanta. And then there was a small section for Memphis, like in the south. <laughs> it was, and I was just like Tennessee. Yeah. They were like, you guys just handle Memphis. It's fine. We don't really care about you. Yeah, it was really weird. But somehow we're, we're supposed to be Atlanta fans based on uh, that. Breakdown. Great. Okay, cool. So we'll cheer for the team that blows a lead in the <laughs> and never wins a championship. I'm pretty great. sure Atlanta has no wins right now, too, which is also on brand. <laughs> That's pretty Cincinnati. Yeah, that's pretty Cincinnati. Okay, I'm I'm back on this. You guys are used to rooting for us. <laughs> Let's see who's calling in here. Craftroot Sports. Who's this? This is Robert. Hey, hey what's up, buddy? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right, guys. Just uh, showing my kids some Momo videos. You know, money's tight nowadays, so <laughs> kind of hoping for the best here. <laughs> uh, Fantastic, Robert. Yeah, Robert's you know, got the new baby on the way, so. <laughs> uh, how's uh, Robert Taylor, uh, host of MMA to the Max? What's going on in the MMA world, man? I'm I'm totally out of it. I I heard that there's a rumor Connor might be uh, uh, coming back here soon in July. Right? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. The the rumors going going around that uh, and he's uh, he's signing up to uh, fight Donald Cerrone, Cowboy Cerrone, at the uh, International Fight Week show. And does Connor win that? Because if not, I don't even care. I don't want to really watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I've long held that there's only a few people that, that do beat Connor in that division. And unfortunately, Cowboy's not one of them. Yeah, I do think Connor wins that fight. 
All right, good. That's what I like to hear. Then, then maybe I'll get that one. Maybe I'll watch that one. Uh, <laughs> or maybe you'll try to. And not maybe I'll try to, to and it won't stream. Yeah, that's very possible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. What else you got going but, on, uh, Robert? Hey, Good hearing from you. I was gonna you. say there's a there's a there's a stacked ass card this weekend. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard about that one. Um, who's on that? John Jones is uh fighting Anthony Smith. Really? I didn't realize John Jones was still in MMA. Yeah, yeah, he just came back in December, you know, picograms notwithstanding, and uh he's tested he's testing for the same picograms. And yeah, he's still fighting, so <laughs> So five minutes after this fight, he'll test positive for something else again, right? Well, you know, you never know because it's the pulsing effect. They might show up. They might not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do you got in that fight? If if I'm putting money well, down, who am I putting it on? Well, I mean, you're putting it on John Jones for sure. But uh, that's uh, what but you more think. Importantly, though, for this fight, though, for this card, is uh, Ben Askren's making his UFC debut. And I don't know if you follow that guy in the media. You should definitely check him out because if he wins in at least decent fashion, he's going to be a star. Robert, uh, I like how you just gave me so much credit that you were like, if you don't follow that guy, I didn't know that John Jones was fighting this week. And you're, <laughs> you're going to be like, if you don't follow this guy, no, I've never heard that name before in my life. I, I try to, I try to thank the best of people. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, just, thank it's, you. A, it's a flaw. Thank you for the, uh, for the credit there. Uh, hey man, what do you think about these NFL celebrations? You think, uh, you think you, they should allow the rub and tug celebration? I think they should allow any celebration. It's, they can man. do whatever they want. I, I yeah. I, I think somebody should pump somebody in the helmet as a celebration and be okay with it. <laughs> That's, I mean, I mean con- that might con- be crossing a line. Concussion numbers are down, and you know nobody likes to be down. They need to, you know, build the margin. <laughs> Is that twenty five percent too? Did I see that earlier? Right, twenty five percent. They're down. I I have no idea. Yeah. I don't. I don't follow I sports. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I thought that was a weird thing to. Uh, I don't know. I guess brag about because hey, we're down 25 percent in uh, concussion numbers. So seemingly less CTE a few years from now than would have been, but still some. Yeah, still I was gonna say, some. but still a lot. Yeah. Uh, Robert, and nobody knows what that 25 percent is. Let's just say there's like 300 concussions. That's 25 percent. Still not that great of a number, <laughs> right? No, it's so, also it also doesn't tell you anything about how many went unreported too, because it's like, mm. oh, they're down 25 percent, and how many guys you know stopped <laughs> reporting them as much because they're worried about you know. It's not because we got a couple guys that died, so uh, you know we're cool. <laughs> Now brought the numbers up. They uh, brought they, the old average up. They went and they went and uh, shot up a, a school and then killed themselves. So uh, you know concussion numbers are down. Uh, Robert, what are you drinking this weekend, man? Uh, you, I know you saw Tavor. Uh, Robert is in California, so he gets some way better Tavor offers than we get uh, here in Ohio. What do you got uh, in your cup this weekend? Well, uh, actually, at the moment, I'm drinking a uh, beer tax. Uh, Russian Imperial Stout from Black Acre Brewing. It's not too shabby, not too strong. Well, I take that back. It's 9.8%. It's decent enough. <laughs> it doesn't taste that strong. Not too strong. <laughs> that's uh, that's famous last words there. Of, eh, it's not that strong. Yeah. And then you're but doubled I have over a, the bathroom. I have a Licking Hole Brewery, uh, Brewery's um, uh, Blueberry Oatmeal Stout that's uh, just chilling right now. That sounds so amazing. That'll probably be in my glass soon. Are you doing that on your show tonight? Are you guys going live? 
we are not going live. We thought we were going to go live, but somebody decided they weren't going to get home till after eight o'clock my time. And that's just way too goddamn late to go. Oh, wait, ah, you're explicit anyways. Uh, way too goddamn late to go. <laughs> I like how you caught yourself. Yeah. Oh, no, you idiots already screwed up. Uh, uh, yeah, that's just way too late to go live on the West Coast. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty late show. I would not be able to stand for that one. Well, Robert, uh, yeah. Are you, we'll tune in next week, uh, MMA to the max. Are you guys going to recap this John Bones Jones fight? Actually, we're doing it Sunday evening. So, uh, it'll, be the, it'll be the day after. So. All right. Uh, be sure to, to go to MMA to the max, like them on Facebook and, uh, follow that show. Uh, and we'll tune in Sunday. I'll, I'll tune in and find out what happened because I'm not going to watch it. And <laughs> I already forgot the name of the guy you told me to watch out for. <laughs> so. I'll look for that. Just shout me out on that one and be like, Mike, this was the guy I told you to watch. He won. And I'll be like, yeah, cool. I knew that. I'm a, that I got things. Well, if I, if I don't do that, then you know he lost. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Robert, good hearing from you, man. Thanks for calling, bud. All right, you guys. Take care. Cheers, no man. <laughs> Robert Taylor, host of MMA to the Max. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> uh, we're getting towards the end here. Want to talk Jason Witten real quick? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll do Jason Witten and then, uh, yeah, let's just do Jason Witten. Yeah, yeah. So Jason Witten, uh, is back for the Cowboys for some reason. We, we missed him? For, uh, what's the contract that he signed with them? Cause he came back. He's, he's no longer uh, I don't announcer. Know. I didn't see anything. I, I, no idea. I'm sure there was some, there's some sort of buyout or something that has to happen with ESPN too to get him out of his broadcasting. It would have to be, right? Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something there unless they wrote in a provision, you know, uh, you know, I can't leave, can't go to another job, blah, 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 unless I go back to the NFL. Like, I mean, he might have had that written to his contract. That's very possible. I mean, I'm assuming that some of these players do that. But then again, these guys are so now going into the broadcast booth two minutes after they retire. So I don't know. It's kind of unprecedented. Maybe, maybe it wasn't, but I, I got to believe that there was some type of language in there that protected both parties in yeah. the event that this happened. It's just weird that Witten's going back to the Cowboys, even if it, let's say it's just for a season. I mean, I know that's that- what I don't understand. It's not like he retired young and you could say, Oh man, you know, this wasn't Barry Sanders retiring. And then a couple years later, all right, I'm coming back and Oh, well he's still got, you know, maybe four or five years left. This is an old dude who retired pretty much when he was fading. Yeah. And now he's coming back to a team that it doesn't really help him all that much. Yeah, very strange. Uh Craftroot Sports, who's this? Hey boys, what's going on? Hey man, what's up, Mookie? Oh, uh, you know, just chilling, just chilling, doing what I do. You know, pulled up my call sheets. I'm ready to roll if you guys are good to go. <laughs> Hit us with it, Mookie. Alright, well where 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 do you want me to start? Because I got a long list today. You uh, go. Rapid I, fire. Rapid fire. We're up against right. the clock. We got ten minutes. We still got into the poll and consumer, uh, and consumer candidate. So hurry up. We made it. I'll tell All you right. what. Let's do, hang on, hang on. Let's do this, Mookie. You keep talking. We're going to keep you on the phone through the end of the show. So you have 10 minutes. We'll interrupt you every once in a while. We'll do consumer candidate. We'll do the polls while you're on the phone with us. Sound good? <laughs> Fine. That works for me, man. <laughs> All right. You go, you go first. Let's see. All right, so you see the uh, the the team from Indiana University, Pennsylvania, and their uniform situation yesterday. No, did not hear that, that at <laughs> all. It, what are we talking? Are we talking basketball? Are we talking football? What we, uniforms? We talking, we talking Division Two hoops, men's hoops. Okay, they're I believe the second or third ranked team in, team in the nation. Team manager straight up forgets their uniforms 
at the school, so they have to borrow old uniforms from the opponent to wear during the game. Oh my god! Wait, they yeah. wore the opponent's uniforms for the game. Yeah, that's so one of the greatest is, things I've ever heard. My question is, how many Jurong College kids in the stands thought they won the game when the clock says zero? So they ran their one in the other team's uniforms, but like they said, Edinburgh on the front, so they're probably. Oh, like, I mean, I know I would have chalked that up as a win. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, you see that Xavier's men's team apparently does know how to play basketball. After Xavier all, is now in somehow third place. Can't open third place. Third place, third place in the Big place. East. Uh, they they will have the, the number three seed in the Big East tournament. And I, if you remember, if you remember correctly, I tweeted out a, a long time ago. Uh, at somebody who said that the Big East, that Xavier wasn't that good. I was like, how are you going to have a Big East breakdown and not talk about Xavier? And I said, this is the type of team that is that can get hot at the right time and make a deep run because the Xavier team that has expectations gets bounced in the first weekend. A Xavier team that seems like garbage Whoa. all year makes a deep run. You need to slow down, but like we're not even in the big dance yet. I'm drunk, like, we, Drew. We gotta make noise. <laughs> oh, oh, y'all, y'all have another heavy IPA tonight or something like that? No, it's a big old stout. Uh, which, by the way, uh, let's get into consumer uh, can it really quick. <laughs> all right, let's hit this up, boys. Right, Drew, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> consumer can it brought to you. As always, by support and uh, Mookie. Let me. <laughs> By this beer of the week screen. All right, uh, this this week we got Wilderness from Denver Beer Company. It's a 9.5% ABV bourbon barrel aged stout. Scott, you've been drinking from a bur- uh, baby bottle all night. Consume it or can it? Consume. Ooh, even from a baby bottle. Yeah, I mean because what, the taste is good. It's really good. Yeah, like that's the, the thing. I'm just upset. I, I thought for sure, oh, this is going to be a really boozy beard. I'm not going to like it so well. I'll just sip it through the baby bottle. I am so mad that I wasted this one. Yeah, you blew it. I'm Half of it's on the floor. Does this, does this mean because he's drinking from a baby bottle? Does this mean that it's a milk stout? Uh, no, we should have saved it for a milk stout, but that's a... Rim yeah, shot. Totally. <laughs> 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 I am also consuming this beer. It is fantastic. I love it. Really good. When they said whiskey-soaked dark chocolate cake, they weren't lying. I mean, it that is... was what sold us on it, but I still thought, ah, you know. Tavor is boozy, 100% on board with that. That is exactly what this is. It is super boozy. It's super delicious. I don't even know if they still make it anymore because it's from 2017. <laughs> uh, but if you ever see Wilderness by Denver Beer Company, totally pick that up. Uh, this has been Consume It or Can It. Brought to you by Tavor. Mookie, what else you got for us? <laughs> All right. So there's something in my mind lately, and this is just kind of happenstance that I came about this. But have you dudes ever gone in the bathroom, and before you realize it, you're racing the dude next to you at the urinal? Like, it's a race to see who can finish their shit first. No, never had that happen. <laughs> well, then, then this, yeah, this topic is going to fall real flat. Okay, <laughs> okay. I find okay. myself doing that sometimes. <laughs> but then I always feel bad when it's someone who's like in their 50s or whatever, because I'm like, dog, this ain't fair. He may have a prostate issue. Like, this isn't even a fair fight. But, of course, there's, that doesn't play because no one else does this crazy shit or shoots stuff, sugar. <laughs> no, it's all right. We're already explicit. Scott, drop the F-bomb. You're fine. Black, hey, attaboy. Got to you. <laughs> uh, what's next on your call sheet? What's next on my call sheet? 
Beer ingredients. Who the f cares? I mean, we all know what's in beer, right? Uh, you got some kind of yeast nonsense. You got some kind of grain, water, and then magic happens. Like, good work, Bud Light. Your beer is still urine in the form of water with alcohol mixed in. I mean, come on. Let's update the polls. <laughs> let's let's do just that. On this week's Would You Rather, would you rather watch a bunch of NFL players play in the NBA or a bunch of NBA players play in the NFL? Scott, go ahead. You go first. Uh, I went with uh, watching NFL players in the NBA because uh, I think it would be funny to see offensive linemen backing people down in the paint. Yeah. And I feel like some of the more athletic guys uh, could, you know, sh- shoot from the wing and do their thing. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just I don't think that the, the, the guys, a lot of enough guys in the NBA are physical enough to go to the NFL. Drew, what's your choice? Would you rather watch NFL in the NBA or NBA in the NFL? Uh, neither. Either one of those leagues in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's fair all right. enough. Uh, I said NBA in the NFL. Uh, just because I think it would be really funny to see guys calling for a flag every time they got hit and, and just like <laughs> all of the flops that, that normally happen in the NBA just in football form. It would be pretty amazing to see. And, uh, looking at the poll, 61% of the people agree with you. Yes. NBA and the NFL. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. Uh, Mookie, we got time, like two minutes. What's next on your call sheet? Uh, all right, well, we'll just go with something that's coming up here real quick. Reminder to everyone out there, FC Cincinnati's first MLS season Saturday night on Saturday. Yes, sir, so 10 p.m. Sure tune in. That's right, yeah. Tune in early, tune in late, get hyped. Granted, it's on TV, so just, you know, make sure you don't break anything in your own house when things go bad. But uh, tune in, support your squad, help pump those ratings up so, you know, show everyone we earned this franchise. How bad is FC Cincinnati going to be this year? Because I think it's going to be really bad. Uh, they won't be the worst team in the conference. They'll be probably middle of the pack. It would be awesome if they're in a playoff race late in the season. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, last topic, Mookie, go. Last topic. All right. I kind of gave you a, a sneak peek of this one a couple of weeks ago. And honestly, I was very disappointed by the early reactions and lack of conversation. But if you are broke on the street, drinking something out of a brown paper bag, what is inside your paper bag? I'm going honey brown. That's what I'm going. It's a dollar. That's economical. It's a dollar mm-hmm. for a 24 ouncer. I'm going old English because that's gangster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would you? Would you? That's uh, what talking about. Would you drink it to the label and put some more uh, orange juice in there and roll it, make it a brass monkey? Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's in a paper bag. You do whatever you want. I'm probably holding a bucket of fried <laughs> chicken at the same time. Of course, the caveat. <laughs> Drew, it was awesome hearing from you, bud. Thank you for the call, man. Hey, that was bud, fantastic. Boys. All right, yeah, cheers, bud. Take care. Have All a right, good night. We'll see you. Bye. <laughs> that was Drew bringing the heat for it. That was the best way to end the show. I'm that was super awesome. pumped. That I'm was really hilarious. glad. I'm really glad we, we did need it to do that, that way. more often. We really do. Just, we need to get Drew. We we'll just have somebody in general call in and close out the show with us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Drew wants to take it upon himself to do it every week, that's fine. But you know, I'd be Drew, rotating fan. You know, Drew again. would do that too. Uh, I know he would. Uh, anyways, Boyle asked, "Is Jason Wooden even good?" I don't pay attention to the Cowboys. No, no. but I think the Cowboys did better. Dak Prescott. Did did much better with Jason. Who? Dak Prescott. Who? Dakota. Oh. Dakota did so oh, okay. much better. Got it. And and when you have a bad quarterback, having a good tight end is the weapon you need. So Jason. What Witten, about having an okay tight end? 
still a, a good option <laughs> for okay, a, cool. a terrible quarterback. I think it's stupid. Okay, cool. Whatever. Hook him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this has been Grab Bird Sports. Been, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in, for sharing the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, Craft Brood Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Craft B Sports and on Instagram. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore junior. Follow me at Mike Burl on tweet at Joe at Joe Goalie for tell him we need him back. Uh, the drunk line is always open. 440-37-DRUNK. You can leave a message. We'll play it on the air if it's good enough. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Peace! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.